I'm glad you can take it. <laughs> Kevin can take it all night. Yeah, yeah. I take it every fucking day of my life, so what's the difference? <laughs> I'm so glad that those are the first recorded words on tonight's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm joined this week by both co-hosts. We got Kevin and we have Michael. As always, you can join us on the conversation by tweeting at us. Our Twitter handle is at your live your gimmick. That is the at symbol followed by L-I-V. What? It's your at your gimmick. It's at your 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 living gimmick. It's at live your gimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. U M S E O. That didn't even make sense. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin got it. All right. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We really have already recorded one episode this week, so not a not a ton to talk about. But there's a few things that we missed. We've re- we've recorded more shows in the last week and a half than we did probably in the last year. So <laughs> that 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 is a hundred percent not accurate. <laughs> It's a joke, guys. I mean, okay. we've recorded more podcasts in the last week than the podcast that's on Jason's shirt. That's true. Yeah, the Fanboy Fight Club on my shirt. I miss Fanboy Fight Club. I do. I miss the, the creativity and the just overall craziness of that show. But I digress. It's gone probably forever. Unless it's we, dead, Jim. Unless we can somehow bring it back without Wes, but then we would need somebody else. Wow. Man, I hope he doesn't listen to a wrestling podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, if he does, if he's the one that doesn't want to be a part of it, then what else are we going to do? Everybody else wanted to do it. He was the only one who didn't. So we're, we're not doing the show right now because of the one person that didn't want to do the show. So, what, so was he like the owner of the show like um, his, his idea or? no definitely no, wasn't his idea. it was it was actually um, a very creative it was a, a collective idea of all of us basically so why don't yeah. you guys just do it well, here, well here's what happened is we had it the first time and the first time it was just us arguing in, incoherently so it didn't work so then eventually he decided he didn't want to do it anymore and he quit so he could go make his own YouTube channel and then revamp it for that, to which then I gave it structure and turned it into a game show type uh, like format. And you and had a little help with that as super, well. Thank you. I, I am not saying I am no the only one saying who... It was my idea to do it in that <laughs> format versus just bringing it back as is. Um, and then we attempted to fix the format and then he got butthurt because Jason beat him <laughs> For the best '90s animated series with Animaniacs versus the Batman animated series, because Jason went out of his way to be creative and entertaining, and Wes decided to get real analytical with a bunch of numbers that we didn't care about. I I, re, I rewrote which, the Animani- which, yeah. I rewrote the Animaniacs theme song for my closing argument, and Wes called it a diss track. <laughs> yes, that's why we had the uh, the entrance uh, music diss track uh, was because of. Of, of the inside joke of that. So, yeah, but, so it was kind of a subtle diss. Yes. Very <laughs> yeah, subtle. But, um, but yeah, so Wes got mad because he had the best property, but he squandered it because he was more concerned being factual rather than entertaining. And that's yeah. not how the podcast world works. People don't give a shit about facts. Yep. They want to they be entertained. Are you entertained? All right. So to make this show entertaining, we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling. How about that? Uh, so yeah, go back and check out old, ten times less entertaining. Go, go check out old uh, archive episodes of Fanboy Fight Club. Search for it on your favorite podcast app like Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Castbox, Spotify, and more. Uh, as well as you can find this show on all of those podcast platforms as well. Just a reminder: you are tuned into the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. I am Jason. I got Michael and I got Kevin. <laughs> How many times are you going to do the intro? Uh, We're good. We're just 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 a twice. Just a twice. Um, You can follow us at Live Your Gimmick. Just just a twice. Yeah, follow us on. I haven't even started. It's the top of the show. I'm writing it down now so I don't forget. Just the twice. Of the the minute of gimmick. I I haven't even started drinking yet tonight, so this is even worse. But anyway. um, So so basically, yeah. I, the one thing that we forgot to talk about on our show that we recorded on Wednesday was the the tweet that Tony Khan had 
Michael, did you get a chance to see that where he was talking about Big Swole and it caused a lot of controversy? Me, me and you're the one who talked about it. Oh, we did talk about it. Yeah, that's right. And Kevin, you saw it too, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You literally asked me to remind you what we were supposed to talk about, and then you asked me if I saw it. I know, yeah, right? You, like, like five <laughs> seconds ago. Oh, God damn. Like um, a 10-second Tom over here. Can't remember we did the intro. Can't remember who's talked about what. I've had a week, okay? <laughs> All right, so uh, obviously you guys saw it. What were your takes on, on the tweet? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> like, I... I I get where he's coming from, but boy, did he did he do it wrong? When when someone comes at you and is like, "Hey, you guys aren't as uh, ethnic as you could be with your diversity," and then you're like, "Yo, me and the other like person in power are both brown people, and you just suck at wrestling." That's 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 a whew, that's a <laughs> that's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a. Uh... Um, I, I feel like that's happened many times, obviously, before. Uh, who who was it? Uh, somebody got fired for something back in the day. I don't know if it was WCW days or something like that, but it was – oh, it's not because of that. It's because you just you suck at your job. So that's well, – that was, uh, that was like Flair Can- with Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. They talked yeah, about- Canyon accused them of uh- – of the fact that he, they found out he was gay, so they punished him for it. And the Flair was like, no, they don't give a shit. You're gay. You just suck at wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We learned about that on Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. I thought there was another time too, but I mean, there could have been. A, there definitely could have been another remember. time. Yeah, there was another thing too. I just can't remember. I apologize. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Wow. But, but yeah, the Ric Flair thing. The, the resident yeah. uh, historian people. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't remember uh, what Cesaro and <laughs> Tyson Kidd wore on the pre-show. I'll take I'll take the high road. <laughs> oh God! All right, so yeah, I mean, my, my, knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. My 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 take on it, though, honestly, is first of all, if you're the owner of the company, you you really shouldn't be tweeting at all. You should not have anything to say about a released talent, whether they left on their own accord or you released them. You know, speaking of taking the high road, as as somebody who is. The, the face or the owner of the company, you need to take the high road and not, not say anything. I yeah, mean, at, at that point, learn just, anything from our last fucking president without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So I, I guess that that's my, my biggest problem is that, you know, why are you even talking trash to begin with? Like this, just, just leave, leave well enough alone. And big swole is not a bad wrestler. And if, if that's his, if that's his hierarchy for not re-signing people, there's a lot of other women on that roster. He should probably get rid of <laughs> that, that don't, that don't belong there that are, are ba- that are worse wrestlers than what big swole was. So I, you know, that even that take is a little ridiculous, but then the, you know, Leo, Leo rush, you know, he threw in his two cents and, he yeah, had he, like, he had to make pissed. it he had to make oh, it a God. way bigger deal than what it already was. And he made it all about himself, basically. He did, and he does that with with just about everything, and it gets really fucking annoying. Like I honestly, at this point, I can't really stand that dude. I never could. <sighs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the. This is just gonna sound mean, but overrated, like bad. Like I yeah. think he's. Not much of anything. Kind of just overhyped big time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, I, I just and I think he's he he thinks very very highly of himself and good for him. But you know, at the same time, I just I just think that there's a lot to. I don't know. I I, I, I I'm not gonna say anything. I I don't want to say anything like too bad. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of leave it at that. But we'll we'll just kind. Of, We'll just kind of uh, let that one lie. But, yeah, that, that was my whole take on it is I just don't think he should have even made a comment at all. You're the owner of the company. You don't see Vince McMahon commenting on release superstars or anything like that. Like, you just have, you know, Kevin, I know you said haven't we learned anything from the last president, but or maybe Michael said that. I don't know why you two said it. but It was, it was Kevin. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in, in, that, in that situation, though, you have to kind of be presidential, right? You have to, you know take it on the chin, you know, in that, in that situation, like don't make a comment about it because anything you say, 
honestly, anything you say is going to be taken the wrong way and blown out of proportion. So hopefully he learns from this, which I don't think he will because he tends to spout off a lot on social media. But hopefully he learns from this and maybe... I don't know. Just doesn't uh, doesn't do it in the future. But uh, but no, yeah, he's, he's got rich kid syndrome. He really does. That's part of the problem, though, too. All right. So moving on, then, I guess we could talk. What what else? Um, uh, really, I, I guess we could kind of get into SmackDown and the love triangle that was Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman to open up the show. I, I mean, firstly, we talked about Brock opening up on um on Raw and how, how good that was. But, man, when he stole Paul Heyman's stick on SmackDown and started doing the whole <laughs> reigning, defending WWE champions, dude, that shit popped me. <laughs> it was, I, I loved it. That uh, was good, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> shut up, Paul. Don't tell him to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Don't talk to him like that. Yeah. Like, honestly, after what are you going to do about it? Like, honestly, I was watching something or whatever, and it reminded me, like, I went back and, like, go back sometime and watch, like, Paul Heyman, like, in WCW, like, 90, like, when he ran, like, the Dangerous Alliance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, go back and watch him there. Like, that's early, like, beginnings of just him. Like, and, God, I mean, just just some of the shit, like, some of the undermined shit he would, like, jab, because he obviously hated WCW and Jim Hurd and all of them. Some of the stuff like he would like subtly say, like you knew he was like shooting with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it, it's just so good. You, you can just tell he's got his hands all over this, and I mean, it's just really good. I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun, Michael. What, what were your uh, what were your takeaways from that? Oh, I absolutely loved it, but especially the fucking whole like don't talk to him like that. And then Brock's just like, what are you going to do about it? And then he even comes and he's like, hey, hey, please don't talk to him like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fucking gold. And and then and Paul, like, just, just airing his grievances with Roman, oh, too. Right. You were my tribal <laughs> chief. I loved you. Yes. What did you say, Paul? <laughs> I was, you were gone. You were gone, and there, I had nobody else. He was everything to me. <laughs> oh man, it, oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was really good. So if you haven't if you haven't got a chance to see it yet, go back and watch just the opening segment of SmackDown because it honestly was one of the best. And, and SmackDown, honestly, start to finish, I thought was a great show. The uh, you know as, as much as people complain, including Macaulay Culkin, about the Usos and New Day being on every card. Um, <laughs> did you guys see? Did, did you guys hear that? So Fred, no, Fred, I, I did not. Freddie Prince has a has a podcast, and he had Macaulay Culkin mm-hmm. on, and they're both wrestling fans. And you know, obviously, Freddie Prince worked for WWE for a while, and Macaulay Culkin said that WWE called him in for a con- consult at one point in time, and he gave them some different ideas, and he's like, you know, some of them they're using, like, some of it, but he didn't go into detail and say which ones, and he didn't want to, like, act like he created storylines or anything like that, but then then they started talking about the current state of the product and everything, and then Macaulay Culkin was talking about how, you know, I, you know, he's tired of seeing the same people on the card, like, you know, he, he's excited for Roman and Brock because it's different this time with the, the way that the characters are, but he's like, I'm tired of seeing New Day and Usos on every card. But at the same time, they bring it on every card. So, in, it's, in the it's match, so hard to hate it because the matches are so good. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, ah, oh, I need to see something else. God damn it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they are so good. And and this this street fight that was on SmackDown was no exception. I mean, it was a really good match. Uh, ended with the one D through the table. The, the the rebranded yeah. 3D, but um, it's, it's it's funny because there's two dudes and they only got one D. <laughs> <laughs> two dudes, one uh, D. All right, so break that down. No, I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't even think now. I, I, I don't even remember what my next point was going to be. But yeah, they, they you know they still brought it. It was an awesome match, and then you got the surprise at the end with. Seth being the new challenger for Roman at the Royal Rumble. I thought that was an interesting choice to bring Seth over from Raw and and be the new challenger. What do you guys think of that? So, so this is where I want to bring up my point, and I don't know if you guys have heard this or not. 
Okay, go the for it. The supposed rumor plan is for Seth to take the title off Roman and take the Universal title back to Raw. And Brock's going to retain and stay on SmackDown and sign, quote-unquote, full-time with SmackDown to where Rollins will main event night one of WrestleMania 38 against whoever, maybe probably Kevin Owens, and then Brock and Roman uh, main event night two uh, for the WWE title, and then Roman takes the WWE title off of Lesnar. Oh, my God. Are we going to get the Festival Festival of Friendship storyline that we were supposed to get with Jericho and Owens leading to the... <sighs> Leading oh to the God. world we, championship, we match. will never hear the end of it if that happens. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Jericho so that, go on every dynamite between now and fucking Mania and just bitch that they stole his fucking idea. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of that? You think that's true? A no. A, do you think it's true? B, do, I mean, do you like that whole idea? Or C, no, I want to see a unification match. I'm with. A or wait no. So the options were: Do I think it's going to happen? Which is a weird option for A because <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a yes or no <laughs> question wait, as okay, an answer. Okay, okay. Um, going to happen? Yes or no? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen either. But I, I can. Oh, okay. Well then. All right. Then fuck. No. Me. No. Okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> I, I, I I guess I guess uh, I guess I can. Okay. Let's say it. Let's say it does happen. Are you are you cool with that? I would rather no. see the unification personally. That that's just me though. But I mean, you're talking about now. Okay, the possibility if they do keep the two titles, if that's what they want to do. I mean, you got two pretty good main events. Yeah. Mm, so here's my problem with it. I would rather see the world title get put back on Bobby, rather than the universal title put on on Rollins. So you'd rather Bobby beat Brock than Rollins beat Seth? Yeah. Rollins beat himself? No, Roll, Roll, Rollins beat Seth. Rollins beat Seth. Rollins beat Roman. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, we were all, all just... Dude, I'm, I'm struggling today. I don't know why. I, oh, I am, dude. I'm... Why, no? Because you were like, do you want to A, do you want it to happen or not? <laughs> I, no, I'm all sorts B, of like... B, do you think it's a good idea? Oh god! All right. Oh, anyway, so yeah, I I, I I would rather see the unification. But the, the only problem that I, I and I just thought of this now, the only problem with the potential of unification is the Royal Rumble winner, because if if yeah. if the unification happens, it would potentially be at WrestleMania. But if WrestleMania is going to be you know the the Royal Rumble winner gets the title shot at WrestleMania, so I guess yeah, that, that like, kind of fucks no, up that program. No, unless Brock like wins his title match and then comes out to win the Royal Rumble as the WWE champion and challenges um, Roman. <laughs> yeah. what, what, so what if we do it this way? What if they both lose their title matches and then their match between themselves either it turns the like title main event if it's a unification into like a triple threat or a fatal four way or some shit or they just go and fight each other for the sake of fighting each other like what if Roman fucks over Brock and Brock comes out later and fucks over Roman that could happen too that would be a, that would be a shake up for sure mhm hmm. yeah i don't know that's a tough call it be the royal rumble's going to i think answer a lot of questions. well obviously it's going to answer a good amount of questions, but because we're gonna know who, who at least who's Bullshit. gonna be the, the number one. Fastlane's gonna answer everything. Yeah, no man, the Saudi show in February is gonna answer all the questions. Oh yeah. So you know the the speaking of the Royal Rumble though, do you see that Charlotte's gonna pull a Brock? Oh my God, she's going into it as a champion, and you but know, here's the difference: Brock put it. his title on the line, didn't he? No, Brock didn't put his title on the line. Yeah. No. no, 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 he, he didn't. Because he got no, eliminated he by Drew, and Drew wasn't the champion. Yeah. He faced him at That's WrestleMania. Right. I forgot. Yeah. No, yeah, the, Ro the last... Ro Roman had, Roman had to put his title on the line, but yeah. he had That's to. what it was. Yeah. yeah. He had, and then, yeah. Triple that was when they were Roman. trying to convince everybody to fucking root for him by making him face uh, off in a fucking 
the authority versus him thing. Everyone was like, we'd rather fucking root for the authority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody rooted for uh, Triple H. Everybody was happy he won it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, but, um, but did you guys see that they also announced the 19 of the 30 women that are going to be in the Royal Rumble. So well, that's because they haven't figured out the other 11 yet. I'm going to go through this list for you real quick and get your thoughts. Aaliyah. Okay. Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke. Then you got Brie Bella. You got Kelly, Kelly, Lita, Michelle McCool, Naomi, Natalia, Nikki, ASH, Nikki Bella, you got Queen Zelina, you got Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi. Summer Rae is going to be a part of the Royal Rumble. And Tamina. And then the other one that, that spurred a lot of controversy was Mickey James, who is the current Impact Knockout Champion. Uh, now, with Mickey James coming into it, they advertised her as the Impact Knockouts Champion. So there, the forbidden door in WWE has now been open. And, uh, Kevin, you were talking a little bit about that before we clicked record with um, with Moose throwing out the throwing out a little bit of a challenge to Roman. So what are, what are you guys' thoughts about this? I mean, the Forbidden Door, I what the thing I heard is that WWE is trying to establish this relationship with Impact because if they can elevate Impact to the second wrestling show then it hurts AEW and puts them down in the third position instead of second. Yeah. And it's better to deal with the um, enemy you know than the new one. And they've also, in fact, they, they've had like, they had like a little invasion thing of Ring of Honor wrestlers on yeah. this last pay-per-view too. So uh, I, I'm thinking if that's, you know, I mean, obviously WWE has the room. <laughs> even you know what i mean to use some or have some yeah have them some... as, as, as rumble yeah yeah so i i think you will i mean I th- and and i to mike's point yeah i heard that too about how this is kind of a it's got the more he doesn't care he's like you know whatever if work with anybody AW, yeah I'll work with anybody and if it does nothing but help him you know what i mean yeah. so and i think it's big for it's wwe awesome. yeah i mean i would love i mean do it I mean, if they do this, they bring some people over and just I start creating some, you know, awesome shit. Hell yeah! See, I don't think it's going to be that that kind of thing though, because Vince McMahon doesn't like indie wrestlers, and that's pretty much what Impact is filled with right now. Well, he doesn't like he doesn't like having them under contract, at least. The only the only thing though with to that point though of them trying to make the Impact the number two show though is that. They're not on a major network, so I don't think that's ever going to be a possibility if they're not on a major network. AEW has more national exposure being on TNT, or you know, than than what Impact does. So I, I don't know if that's necessarily going to elevate Impact to that level, unless somehow WWE is going to be able to negotiate them a TV deal <laughs> or something. Which I don't, I don't I mean, know if that would happen. I could, but, but if they've drawn enough eyes to it, then it could get them a TV yeah. deal. Yeah, potentially, but that's not, that's going to take a this long is, this time is very, to this build. This is very kind of ish of like ECW working yeah. with ECW, and that's that's all it is. It's just recreation of 1996. <laughs> they're they're just trying to work with somebody to. But they and they didn't necessarily work with ECW though to elevate them to be the number two show. They worked with ECW as a way of doing like a talent exchange and also having a place for some. Which I think that's what they're doing here. I stuff like I, that honestly, too. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's what they do here. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. they give a shit who's two or three, honestly. But you think, yeah, I, I think just... the AEW relationship with Impact is has pretty much cooled off, and and somebody. Somebody said something. I there was a it was either on a tweet or a Facebook in a wrestling uh, Facebook post in a wrestling group. I think it was a tweet. They said something to the effect where, "Oh, they're finally doing what AEW's been doing the whole t- this whole time and acknowledging Impact." I was like, "I don't know about the whole time because when was the last time they acknowledged Impact?" Yeah, they sent their you know they had their champion win. They had their their top guy win the Impact Championship. But then he didn't even drop it to an Impact wrestler. He dropped it to somebody else, and then that whole relationship basically is kind of fizzled up and it's been gone. They haven't mentioned Impact or done anything with Impact in in months. So 
you know that that doors open to to swing the other way now with the, with WWE. But then I even heard a rumor, and I don't know how how accurate this is. I've only seen it in a couple of places, and I haven't seen like a a hundred percent like full source. But there's even been some talks that WWE may even try to build a bit of a relationship with AEW. So what that is, from my understanding, is all it is is them wanting to be able to bring over people that they've released for interviews uh, for stuff on the network. Okay. Kind of like they did with Jericho on uh, broken skull. Gotcha. So they want to be able to like interview Brian Danielson and like, yeah, well, they want to be able to interview like former, former employees for different okay. things on the network. And that'd be, and, but at the same time though, like that's, that's a good bridge for a relationship. You know what I mean? Like that's the building it. That could potentially down the road lead to something a little bit more fruitful. But at the same time, and this isn't the first time that WWE's worked with Impact before. They did a talent exchange a few years back when they wanted to get Ric Flair for the Hall of Fame. And they uh, then they trade them. Then they let the, like Christian Cage work like one of their pay-per-views or something like that. So they could. I think, I think Christian Cage uh, went to their Hall of Fame or something. Um, or it was something like that. I think I don't think he wrestled or not, did he? No, yeah, he because that was back when he was still wrestling. It was it was when they inducted Rick. It was when they inducted Rick because it was after he had retired. He had gone and started working there, and then he got inducted with the Four Horsemen. Yeah, they went when they went to put him in with the Four Horsemen. So they um, Dixie let Rick go to the Hall of Fame ceremony, and then WWE sent Christian to be a part of like one of their pay per view shows. So, I mean, they, they've done stuff like that before, but this sounds a little bit more, well, if you're going to have Mickey on this show, then what are they, you know what I mean? What, I wonder what the trade-off is going to be then. What are they going to do? Who are they going to send over there? You know what I mean? Did you hear Pat McAfee's line, though? Did some was oh, one of God. you guys bring, bring, it was bring, It was Jason who brought it up, yeah. Or Jason brought it up, okay. <laughs> Which 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 line? Because Pat McAfee was fucking on fire the entire night. The garbage bag. Yeah, yeah the, garbage the one bag. about Mickey James. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was, that was really funny, dude. His his comments during like the Roman, the whole Roman Brock thing were were hilarious. He had some other stuff. Roman like, didn't test positive for COVID. COVID tested <laughs> positive for Roman Reigns. Yeah, <laughs> very Chuck Norris line. Yeah, and then. Um, there's another thing he said, and I, I can't remember what exactly it was, but Michael Cole was just like, what? Like, he just, <laughs> it just didn't make any sense, but it was still just just absolutely ridiculous. And then there was something he said a couple minutes later, and then Michael Cole was okay, that was funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite is when Brock came out for the first time when he came back, and Michael Cole almost said shit, and Pat McAfee was like, say it, say it! <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Let it go. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Pat McAfee has just been on another level. He he makes SmackDown so much better. It's it's great. I love I love him being on there. Him and Michael Cole are a great duo. As much as people want to hate Michael Cole, he's still, you know, he's grown on me over the years. But, all right. So, I guess because you've become more of a mark over the years. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> so, what do you think of some of these other people being in the Women's Royal Rumble? The Bella Twins coming back? That that serves a Matt. bit of an interesting uh, scenario. I mean, Michelle McCool's been in it before. Now, Summer Rae has some real-life heat with uh, Natalia, and uh, Natty actually made a comment, too. So, there could be a little bit there. That might be kind of fun. Um, lead Lead is always good for a couple of spots. The, the only way it's going to be good is if Mickey James ends up winning it. That'd be interesting. That'd, That'd be, be a really hell of a fucking yeah. And then you have champion versus champion at Mania. Yeah, that'd be really. I, unless, unless, unless there's some other big name that's still going to be in it. Well, I, I got. I'm, I'm calling it. It's going to be fucking Charlotte Flair's going to win it, and she's going to challenge Becky to try to unify the belts. That'd be fun. Or do the two belts gimmick again? But I, yeah. I, I gotta imagine though, Rhonda, Rhonda, or she's still pregnant. She... Uh, no, she had the baby, but she lives in the woods uh, as a crazy doomsday prepper. So I don't know if she's coming back. Okay. She also doesn't even know the status of her contract when she was asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I've heard rumors of possibly like not that she would win it, but Paige. Paige, 
I gotta imagine Bailey's gonna be back, right? Bailey would be a good surprise. She's gotta Rumble. be, yeah. She's gotta be yeah, up right now. I think so. Yeah, I, I feel I, like I, if you have Paige come back at the Rumble, that's the perfect time because that's a fresh face. So there's no like wins or losses against her to like have any momentum aside from that Rumble win, and that you know makes it at least a little bit believable of like, oh, here's a legit contender for the title because right now. Every time that we like get behind someone, it's a big letdown to the point where there's no one on the roster that we feel the company will get behind. Not so much that it's believable that they beat them. Yeah, yeah, I think the company would get behind Paige. Would get behind Paige. They get behind. I think they get behind Bailey though too. So I mean, I, I think Bailey, as much as she'd probably want to still come back as a heel, I feel like Bailey's going to end up coming back as a babyface because at this point, people miss her so much. It's almost kind of like that Triple H effect. When he was gone for so long, he was a heel when he left. But then, you know, when by the time he came back, everybody it popped for him because they were so mm-hmm. excited to see him back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and you know, and gave, him, gave him five months, and then he became the most vicious. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I, I think if we start seeing, I think if we start seeing vignettes of Bailey uh, to you uh, two is a beautiful day working out, then she's she's gonna come back to a baby face pop. So <laughs> I just I just want the the build up to her coming back at the Rumble to be just like random doorbell noises happening through SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, like this be in the middle good. of a segment here, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. Or her, her entr- just kind of looks around. Or her entrance music just needs to start as "Ding Dong Hello." Like you just need mm-hmm. to hear a doorbell, like that, like the glass shatter. It's a doorbell, and then yep. you just hear her go "Hello." Oh my, oh my <laughs> god, that would be the most iconic, incredible fucking thing ever. <laughs> All right, so WWE Creative, if you're listening to this, Bailey's entrance music needs to start with a with a doorbell. So that needs to happen right now. Get it done. All right, I think I think uh, you should tweet that at her, so that way yeah. she knows that she she will be like, you need to have an iconic entrance like Stone Cold. So instead of glass shattering, you need the doorbell. All right, all right, I think I will. I'm not gonna you do should. it right this second because we're recording. But as soon as we're done, you'll you'll, for, you'll forget though. So no, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, I'll remember. I can remember that. When I have I good I- when when I have good ideas, I remember them because then when they happen, uh-huh. I can be like, hey, that was my idea. <laughs> I'll never. I never. And then, when, and when then they don't happen, you're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll always stand by it. Like they should have done that because it would have been so much better. Like I never forgot about Dark Cowboys. Still never forgot. Oh God. <laughs> All right, so let's move on from WWE. Talk a little bit about AEW, and then we'll wrap everything up. Uh, so we had two AEW shows, one on Friday, one on Saturday, you got rampage and then you had battle of the belts. So with rampage, um, I mean, we had another hook match, which was, which was good. Jake Atlas, uh, debuted on AEW and fought Adam Cole and then promptly injured his knee. Um, mm-hmm. Jake Atlas, man, that, like that dude's always bit with injuries. That was, was, that was his problem in NXT too. He kept getting hurt. Am I wrong? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure you're right. So, and then uh, Hook beat up Bailey's ex. Uh, that was a pretty one-sided victory. And, Wait, what? Oh, Aaron Solo. That was like oh, yeah. uh, she was engaged to him for a long time. Yeah. Oh, I thought she. I thought she. Or no, it's Sasha is the one who's uh, with the guy who's in costume. No, yeah, that's Sasha. Yep. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking of Sasha, did you guys see she's out for two months? No. What happened? To no, Sasha? what happened? Yeah, she hurt her knee or something like that. She's going to oh, be out shit. for like six to eight weeks. What, she hurt on someone's face? Oh. She does that Meteora thing? And then we, we already talked about McIntyre being out, so not only is their roster depleted, they're also <clears throat> missing yeah. in- injury some top stars. We should see Alexa Bliss back here pretty soon, though, too. Well, yeah, because uh, they're doing a thing on Monday, the road Monday, back yeah. to Raw. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what her character work is going to look like. she's someone who should have just shown up at the Rumble and won it versus having this whole, like, fucking bullshit ratings pop. Yeah. Which well, I don't think is going to do what they wanted to do considering the general wrestling community is still butthurt because, like, oh, she stole Bray Wyatt's gimmick, so they fired him. Like, no, she really didn't. He fucking helped her create that gimmick and... Yeah. yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Smarks. Because right. Jason said so. Yeah, whatever. 
All right, so, yeah, so another hook match. Uh, then, you know, we had a, the Britt Baker. The, the, now, this is this is the thing that I, I don't understand, and this kind of ties in a little bit to uh, – actually, um, yeah, Daniel Garcia 2.0 versus Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, and Santana. I mean, that was that was fun, but that's that's been going on for a while now. But here's the thing that, that bothered me. So you had um, – Dr. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter going up against Riho and Ruby Soho, okay? They have made such a big deal over the past five weeks about how Riho has has always beat, or Britt Baker has never beat Riho, right? And and I'll be honest with you, too. Ruby Soho, I, I think a lot of people are starting to realize why she didn't work in WWE. Like, she's just blah at this point. And I don't know if it's like booking or whatever, but did we talk about that last week after she lost to? Uh, um, I think we talked about. Yeah, you talked about the fact that you you thought it seemed like she was butt hurt over the fact that she was putting over. Um, oh yeah, the other person right. Right. in the finals <laughs> for the TBS title. So she was like intentionally, like making not making her look good to show her flaws. Yeah. So, but anyway, so they've been kind of building this story over the past few weeks with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker that they're not really on the same page. And they, you know, and it kind of boiled into Rampage, and then it even spilled over into Battle of the Belts, because at Battle of the Belts, the, the main event was Riho and, and Britt Baker, and they're, they're making this big deal about how Britt Baker can't beat Riho, and Jamie Hayter her not on the same page, to the point where, like, they're in the ring, at the, the beginning of the match, and Britt hands the title to Rebel, who then hands it to Jamie, and then instead of handing it back to Britt, she just throws it on the mat, like on the ground, right? But she still helped Britt throughout the match, even though there was some other miscues. But then after Britt won, you know, she kind of helped the, the ending because she got Rebel, you know, basically got Rebel thrown out. The, the whole like the whole structure of this just didn't work for me. It was just dumb. So she got Rebel thrown out, and then she ended up still helping Britt win. And then at the end, they were hugging and acting like they were best friends again. It it was just it just was dumb. It just didn't work for me at all. Like it didn't make any sense. Do, do you guys? I uh, mean, isn't that like what it's what like they're... to be a woman in high school? Isn't that the whole premise? Is that like you pretend yeah. to be best friends and then you ruin their life? But they're fucking adults. They're not in high school. It doesn't really work. But it's a TV show, Jason. Yeah. But they're not high schoolers in TV. Like, I don't know. Oh, but there's, I don't know. I, I would have thought they... that maybe she would have turned on her after the match then and set up like being Britt's next opponent. Like, it was just, I don't know. The, just the way it was done. Did you actually see it or are you just commenting it off based on what I say? I'm just coming based on okay. what you said. You gotta, I, I, you gotta watch it I because to, I didn't get a chance to watch uh, the way it was. Clash of the Champions or whatever it was called. The way it was done was just really awkward. Kevin, you watch it, right? Um, I saw it, like Twitter highlights. Oh, I, I, I know you watched the other match, the, uh, the Sammy and uh, Dustin. Yeah, that's, match. The, one, that's the only one I was able. To, I watched that and then I obviously okay. started feeling like shit. So. Well, I, I didn't watch the Sammy and Dustin match. You want to fill us in on that? How, because you said it was really good. Yeah, it just it was like Dustin's like psychology was just amazing. Like the match started like semi fast, and then like they went for this like spot, and like Dustin stopped Sammy, and he started like bending over like he was gassed out, tired. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm an old, I'm an old man. You know, hold on a second, take it easy on me, type thing. And he just like slowed the pace down, but it was just like, but it was all psychology mm. for the match. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, for about 15 minute match, like it, it was absolutely like it was amazing. And a match you definitely want to go out and watch. Like, like I said, pacing, but it was like a good pace. And fucking Dustin hit a Canadian destroyer on Sammy, off the ring apron, through a table on the ground. Wow. Okay. On the floor. Might have to go so, back and watch just for that then. Like, it, it just, like, you knew there was going to be some spot happening. Like, you thought, like, he was going to be powerbombing through it, and the Sammy was trying to do that, uh, the Spanish fly, like the double flip. You know, they both flipped backwards mm -hmm. into it, but th they kept blocking it. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Dustin just bent him over and just fucking did a Canadian destroyer. Like off off the apron through the table, and at first it looked devastating. But like when you saw the replay, like Dustin, like so safe with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he he took the big time brunt of it, but like Sammy was protected really well. But it looked fucking devastating. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. But some, the whole something about you saying he bent him over and did the Canadian destroyer just sounded dirty. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry, you grow up, guys. Come on, seriously. <laughs> I mean that that sounds like the the best like opening to a Canadian porn ever. <laughs> anyway, car, continue. My fault. Hey. <laughs> Eh? Um, hey, indeed. So, what was funny about the match is that so it was for the interim TNT title. Right. So, which I understand, like, I don't know what's up with Cody. I don't know if he's hurt or COVID or... Yeah, they, but just, he's not medi- they just say he's not medically cleared. So, I I gotta say, I don't mind this, this idea of, like, okay, well, the champion's not there to defend it, so we're gonna... Like make a temporary title, have two people be the champion, then when the other person's ready to come back, then we'll have a you know, unification basically. I don't hate that idea. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's at so least weird. you got a championship. It is weird, but it's different. It's never been yeah. done. Yeah, that's so, never been done. And I guess I think, on the spot, like they had to do something, so I, I So I can't. my thing is like what is wrong with Cody Rhodes? Because like is this kayfabe or is he actually hurt? He might have COVID. They just said he wasn't medically clear. They didn't go into details, and AEW yeah. doesn't doesn't go into details about stuff like that. So, which yeah, yeah, they don't have to, yeah, yeah. I mean, WWE will will advertise it and broadcast it as long as the the, the participant who contracts it is okay with it. But where AEW is concerned, they they keep all that stuff in close to the vest. Yeah, true. We'll find out on roads to the top what what actually happened to him. But yeah, we won't because I don't fucking watch that show. <laughs> well, the internet will post about it, but but yeah, I'll probably continue watching it because I'm a glutton for punishment of trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed Ms. and Mrs., but we've kind of fallen off of that. I oh, Ms. That and Mrs. While. is great. I yeah. well, did the new season start because I haven't. There's many I, episodes. I, I, even the la- even the last season though, I, I fell off of a little bit. Like I never, I I'll didn't see. watch any of the second season. I watched the entire second season, and I'm just like, man, where the fuck's the third season at? Yeah. He's, he's just too much. He's just too much sometimes. Oh, I love it. Uh, but all right, cool. Well, anything else? Anything else that we forgot to talk about or didn't mention? Uh, or... William Regal and Samoa Joe. Oh yeah. yeah, William Regal, Road Dog, Samoa Joe, and a few other people were released too. Totally forgot about Which that. Everybody Triple H loves is getting the axe. Yeah, man, it's so weird, isn't it? I mean, it feels like a personal attack at this point. Like, yeah, it looks like I just think I just I think it's funny how. Um, off the topic, like Jeff Jarrett keeps trademarking stuff, and Conrad keeps tweeting at him, like, hmm, memes, because there's that rumor that they're going to start their own, you know, wrestling uh, company. Yeah. So Conrad keeps tweeting. <laughs> Jeff's like, we're not starting our own wrestling company, and Conrad's like, yeah, yeah, we're not. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know. You have one little episode, and well, somebody and- takes over your NXT, and then, oh, just fire all your fucker people yeah and, and you know it's funny too is, you know what i just started started to think too is you know um you know rock and triple h have always had this like historic rivalry right and nick khan is supposedly really good friends with the rock so maybe maybe uh this it's is all just the, work. yeah the rock's oh way God, of getting, he's, he's, yeah. getting back at triple h <laughs> yeah oh my god the shoot Fire everybody he loves yeah shoot heat brother <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I thought I thought it was. I mean, we we just talked about on Wednesday. Oh, we're surprised Samoa Joe's still there, and then literally on Thursday, eh, Samoa oh Joe's God. fired. <laughs> like Did we get Samoa Joe fired? Yeah, I know, right? They do listen. They're like, huh? Yeah. Well, you'll see like, oh happens. yeah, we forgot about him. He's been sitting at home for this. Oh entire yeah, time. we need to yeah. fire him. <laughs> yeah. Thanks yeah. for reminding us, guys. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're gonna be fucking tweeting. Thanks to the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast, we remembered to release. This person, we wish them the best in their future endeavors. <laughs> oh man! And apparently, like you know, the, now there's some rumors that this was like uh, you know Triple H was building a team that he was going to bring with him to the main roster, and since he's been gone, now they're just dismantling that team. Like, dude, I don't know, man. It, it's crazy to me, but yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for uh, 
feel bad for Regal. Feel bad for um, for Road Dog. If unless you know, unless it was their time and they wanted to go, but that's it's a little bit different. I mean, they've. My Ro- understanding is it was not that way because Regal tweeted about it, um, and it did not sound like it was his choice. But he was still very grateful and had nothing but good things oh, to yeah, say they about both, yeah. they, they both said how they saved their lives and this and that. So yeah, we, which I expect you know them to say because um, yeah, they both did. Scott chance. Armstrong was released too, so now there's no more Armstrongs in WWE. So yeah, so they got rid of Road Dog and his and his he, brother because he, he still hold a grudge when he fucked up at WrestleMania 30. <laughs> you know, <laughs> causing Daniel Bryan to win it. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, long term, long, see, now that's the long term story booking. <laughs> long term booking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean. Obviously, wish them the best. Hopefully, you know they. Hopefully, they find something else. There's already already been rumors of reuniting Billy and Road Dog and AEW. So you know that you know that could potentially happen down the road, at least for. Difference. Billy God is fucking jacked. I'm pretty sure Road Dog's let himself go. Road Dog, oh, yeah. Road Dog doesn't need to do anything but talk, though. Like he, you know, he doesn't. He can just be the mouthpiece for the Gun Club. He doesn't have to actually do anything. I mean, yeah, Billy's fucking jack to the gills and still athletic for the most part but yeah road dogs and road dog was never really the most in shape guy anyway let's be honest yeah I mean, but comparatively he, like he wore the t-shirt and pa- 50s <laughs> he wore the t-shirt and parachute pants for a reason yeah. <laughs> well, i mean when you're in your 50s and uh not in the greatest shape it, it does not go well for you uh, if you try to get back in the ring no definitely and I, and I, like i said i'm not saying they would get back in the ring but there's just been talks of uh of the two of them reuniting and and who knows that's just internet speculation but you know it might might be fun i mean that's the one thing about road dog is he does have that gift of gab so if you want to put him on a microphone you know with a microphone in in that situation i think he'd be a lot of fun to watch but but yeah it was um Definitely, uh, definitely interesting that uh, that ended up happening. But you know, WWE's releasing so many people at this point; it's not surprising to me at all. Like whenever things pop up, so I'm not even sure they can shock me anymore. Short of releasing like Roman Reigns, I don't know if I would be shocked by anything at this point. That was literally a tweet I saw. Was outside of Roman Reigns, who would WWE have to release to shock you? At this point, oh, the yeah, only other person too. I think of would be. Probably Charlotte Flair, just because they're so far up her ass. Or be- or I'd Becky. Be, I'd be. I guess I'd yeah. be surprised. I'd be shocked if it was Becky. I'd no, be, I, I can see them. I can see that too. Um, you know who I'm not going to be shocked out, and I kind of feel like it's coming. Like Finn Balor. Oh yeah, I'm shocked he's still the company. I, I, I yeah. feel like that's coming. Maybe even Shinsuke at a certain extent, uh, because I mean he's the Intercontinental Champion. He hasn't fucking defended it since. Which that's not his fault. And, and now yeah. he's going on interviews and saying like, "Hey, I want WWE to have a relationship with New Japan so I can go do this fucking all these like cool things with their like 50th anniversary and all that." Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, "Oh, you want to do it? Okay, bye." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think he would really care because he could go. The thing is, he probably could go back there and make so much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, I he's probably pretty well set. You know what I mean? So. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, like Randy Orton would be number one on my list if, like, they, he ever got released. True, you know yeah. I mean? Um, I can see Randy retiring before long, though, too. So yeah, like Randy, AJ, Seth Rollins, um, would be like my top three. I mean, Kevin Owens at this point, since they just signed a huge well, yeah, yeah, deal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially... Think, but then again, how many other people have they just signed a deal and then three weeks later released them? Well, so. right, but with that, that, that stip- although the supposed stipulation in the contract, though, like, that would be surprising, yeah. but... but... Yeah, if that Be- actually exists, uh, that'd be... Becky, yeah. I, I never see them releasing Becky. Yeah, I don't see them releasing Becky either. Um, but yeah, I could see, I could see Bailey, I could see Sasha, but, like, Charlotte and Becky, I would say they're the two women... Um, that come to mind, and then I would say like Randy and Seth. You know, and, like, I like probably AJ. Charlotte wouldn't be that big of a shock to me though, because if she really is becoming a lot more diva esque in the, in the backstage area, if she's becoming very hard to work with, 
you know, I, I've heard of, you know, that's part of where, like, Sable's relationship with WWE ended and, you know, even, like, Sonny to a certain extent. Like, once they become hard to work with and, like, think way too highly of themselves, especially with her being in a relationship with Andrade, maybe she wants out, too, so she's maybe acting up a little bit to try to try to get out. I guess I wouldn't be that shocked about Charlotte, but uh, somebody like Becky, I would I would be really shocked by. Yeah, I don't know. That that would not be. I, this would be good for them though, because no, they're it's it a, it's just, they're they're I don't know. Yeah, at this point, like they they really can't afford to lose any more top talent at this point. No, um, especially I, I in the mean, women's division because yeah. it's not the strongest right now. So. I don't know. Nah, yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. All right. Well, uh, we kind of stretched this out a little bit to uh, a, just under an hour, so we can go ahead and wrap things up. Unless you guys have anything else. Thanks for bringing up those releases. I almost forgot about that. Way to go, Kev, my man. <laughs> Teacher's pet. <laughs> I remembered something tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening, Michael. You got anything you want to plug? Different I want to plug all the holes, baby. Yeah. So make sure to yeah. go to youtube.com forward slash modern toy fair to catch different toy reviews along with the modern toy fair podcast where me and Nate and Jamar just kind of bullshit about toys. And then toy therapy as well will be coming back here in the next uh, few weeks where we interview different people throughout the toy community and find out what makes them collect the things they collect. Uh, also go to tbloke.com, search gimmick minute, modern toy fair. Um, I guess why are you a gamer even though it doesn't really exist anymore either uh <laughs> that that was one, that was one of, hold on real quick that was one of the funniest exchanges i've ever seen in my life so J- jake is asking in our group chat about why are you a gamer and jamar goes oh i'm waiting for my new logo or something like that and so michael posts the logo and in the logo so basically the logo is uh jamar's face is like a microphone and Jamar goes, my head isn't smooth like that. So, like, literally two seconds later, Michael's like, as if I didn't account for that, and then posted another picture of it with the, like, the, head, the, the top rigid. Oh, my God. So, so for, for context, this all started because on the last episode of Modern Toy Fair, um, Jamar claimed at the beginning of the show that the reason why he hasn't brought season two, um, like, started recording season two for Why You're a Gamer is because he doesn't have it. A current logo since he got his haircut so that's why i made the like fully bald one and then like the kind of little bit of hair one. Oh my god yeah he, he was just like my head's not that smooth i'm like oh no as if i didn't see this coming and suddenly had something prepared and then posted the second one and then he goes well i don't wear my glasses all the time so he's just making excuses at this point yes yeah. yes that was it was just it was just really funny. I, I had a good chuckle about that. But anyway, all right, continue with your plugs. <laughs> uh, uh, something about T Public. Uh, go search those things. Give me money. Buy shirts. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that. Oh wow, that was quick. <laughs> Kevin, you got anything you'd like to plug? Oh, do I ever? <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that, that's gonna be on the gimmick minute after dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a whole different reason why it's called Gimmick Minute. Yeah. <laughs> gimmick Minute. That's going to be a, that, that's gonna be, Minute yeah. After Dark. I like it. Right. For, the, for, the, for the only fan. The only fan. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have an only fan anymore. He chased them off, remember? All right. Well, hey, thank you guys again for listening. For Michael and Kevin, my name is Jason, reminding you smarts out there to be a fan, but always live a gimmick. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah.